Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Got a full house here. To, well, not a full house, but we got some uh, new faces. We don't have uh, our man Jay Randall in the house, so we got a much better upgraded version, Mr. John Rapp. What's happening? How you doing, brother? Good, buddy. Good. Glad to be here. Good to have you, my man. And big then, shoes uh, to fill. Big shoes to fill, but I'm I'm glad to try. You're you're talking like the actual shoe size, right? Uh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fun! fun stuff. It's gonna be a fun night. It's gonna be a fun night. I know. Uh, possibly a couple other hosts are gonna jump in the house tonight. Uh, we got Chris Lifter in the house. Uh, what's up, brother? Hey man, what's up? It's good to good to be on here finally. Well, it's been a while. Sean say says, that. "Uh, Sean says it's big dimples to fill." <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, but it's gonna be a good show tonight. No, it's it's uh, you know, Chris hit me up earlier in the week, and uh, you know, was was talking about a few things um, in regards to something that was seen down at uh the old uh bassmaster classic and uh so we want to talk about that but real quick uh boys and girls ladies and gentlemen uh huge shout out to the kayak fishing community as a whole um you know we've been talking about this save river wolf benefit um if you guys don't know who river wolf is he's a, a team member of new canoe uh, big staple in the kayak fishing community down in the southeast. Uh, came out, came down with a, an illness. Um, ended up needing a double lung transplant. Um, he's been transferred to Duke University, uh, which all your guys' thoughts, prayers have been huge. He's a father of, of a couple kids. He's married. And, um, you know, I know Westbrook Supply Company did a huge raffle, sold 
thousands of dollars worth of raffle tickets. Uh, people don't go for me. Uh, it's been pretty incredible and overwhelming to see. So thank you everybody that helped helped out with that. Um, just a just a huge thing and a, a another amazing uh, gesture from the uh, kayak fishing community. So shout out to all you folks uh, that helped out with that and helped spread the word and um, just continue to pray and send your thoughts uh, to River Wolf and his family. Uh, Sonny is a good dude. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, the Big Dale Hollow event is coming up, boys and girls, oh, April yeah. 2nd and 3rd. Uh, I know all the Paddle and Finn crew is getting jazzed up. John Rapp has been messaging me nonstop, but we have a pretty you cool get... announcement for that. Hey, man, you need to pop up some of them graphics I send you. <laughs> Which ones? The memes with my face yeah. being all goofy? Man, you're I, dancing, I... <laughs> dancing out there with the cash in your hand, you know? I'll pull one up just for you because you're on the show tonight. Um, we'll make a fool of myself. Oh. But um, I got a call today. Uh, Richard down there at Eastport Marina is a new canoe dealer. And uh, he talked to Mr. Blake Young from New Canoe today. And if anybody wins the Paddle and Fin Open out of a new canoe, they're getting a $500 credit with New Canoe and a $500 credit with Eastport Marina. So nice. little stipulation for you New Canoe owners. Uh, you may want to get signed up and get on down there. I know rooms and stuff have been uh, filling up pretty quick. So if you guys are still looking for lodging, I know there's a, still a couple left. Um, but you want to get on that uh, sooner than later. Hey, um, and that's a great deal, Brian. What's that? I mean, Th those rooms are a great deal. I mean, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fifty bucks a night on a yeah. for your own bedroom on a luxury houseboat. I mean, you can't beat that. No. I mean, we all stayed on them last year, man, and I had uh, a blast. It was pretty incredible. Guys left their kayaks tied up to the dock yep. in the morning. They get in them, didn't even have to launch their kayaks, and they were ready to roll. Hey, and not only that, but you walk seventy-five feet to have breakfast. Yeah, I know a couple guys that uh, kind of got up late, went and had breakfast before they even got on the water for the tournament. I believe I, I believe I might resemble one of them guys. <laughs> I think you were one of those guys. I think I was one of those guys too, but you know, uh, I just well, dropped that link in the chat. If you guys are listening on the podcast platform later, uh, that's in the show notes as well. And the info to uh, get in touch with uh, the folks at Eastport Marina as well to book some lodging. What were you going to say, John? I was just say, man, if you if you if you want to have fun, want to fish a tournament, want to meet great people, those three things, they'll holla coming up. Be there. Yeah, man. Uh, huge shout out to West Virginia showing up on the Tourney X sign up. Um, That's right, baby. We got Shane Lamont coming out from California. Um, <clears throat> I mean, pretty much the whole paddle and fin crew is going to be there, but. Uh, there's been people registered. Uh, Wisconsin's on the sheet. Um, I think Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, West Virginia, Ohio, Ohio. Yeah, where's my West Virginia or uh, my Georgia boys at? They still need to sign up. They told me yeah, they were coming. Yeah. Those guys were they were they were a hoot. They need to come back up. 
And uh, if you guys missed the podcast with Richard, he's chiming in right now. He says, we're going to have breakfast pizza this year. They got oh, a brand new pizza oven. So outstanding. Uh, this is going to kind of be the grand reopening of the restaurant for the season. Um, they're going to have all kinds of food deals and stuff as well. So it's going to be huge. It'll be huge. Looking forward to it, Richard. Nice. Chris, you got anything to add on the open? No, I'm just – I told you earlier this week, man, I'm just counting down the days. Like, <laughs> I think everybody is. I'm so yeah, tired man. of seeing ice and being cold and <laughs> – Snowed again today, man. Yeah, I know. They're calling for a blizzard here this weekend. We're going to get six to eight inches of snow. Oh, you guys are yeah. in West Virginia? Yeah, that's what they're calling for starting tomorrow night. Yeah, they said up there it's going to get nasty. Our man Ryan Milford in the chat, he says, pizza, breakfast, I might have to come after all. <laughs> He'll be man, there. I hope you do, Ryan. He'll be there. He'll be there. He should be there. Uh, here you go, John. This is for you, buddy. Here we go. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> John sends me these memes and... Unfortunately, my face is plastered all over him, uh, dancing and doing all kinds of goofy things. I Thanks. try to get your morning started off right, buddy. Yeah, that's true. He he did send that and said, good morning, bro. <laughs> oh, it's too funny, man. Too funny. Uh, Nicholas Beltran in the chat says, sup, guys? What's what going on, John? Uh Brad Hurlboss says, I'll bring a double-wide sleeping bag for us. Uh, I think he's talking to you, Chris. Yeah. Just saying. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, he likes that. He likes that. Young I, you, right there. No, you, you know, I like sleeping in the, I like sleeping in the Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris is now sleeping in his Jeep. Hey, what? Keep, make sure you keep your, uh, your backside toward the middle. Toward the gear shift. <laughs> Oh boy, oh, this uh, has went off the rails. It's it's gonna be fun. Hey, it's gonna be. Man, fun. That's what happens when he lets me get on the show. <laughs> it's always fun yeah, with uh, with Mister Mister Rap around. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna share this up real quick. You said that was from Milford. It's fully rigged with literally everything you need, but with twenty thousand dollars, you could buy a lot of things. You could buy a car, a truck. I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to need a little bit more convincing before I spend that money on this. So we might that, need that for gasoline now. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a, that was a video. I know there was many posts that came out of the Bassmaster <clears throat> Classic. Uh, Hobie had a boat fully rigged in their booth uh, listed at $21,789, <clears throat> right? And Chris hit me up and he's like, dude, we should talk about this because, uh, you know, for somebody like that guy, like he said in his video, he's like, for that, like, I might as well buy a bass boat. You know what I mean? And so Chris brought up the suggestion, hey, we should talk about this because people may see that and think that they need to spend that kind of money to get into a kayak, to get into kayak fishing, kayak fishing tournaments and things like that, whereas in reality, you could be as simple as a cheap boat and a paddle in one rod, right? Um, That's right. You know, yeah. uh, Chris brought up Drew Gregory for an example. I know he's got a podcast coming out 
it's this week, right? It's this Sunday. Um, That's a great podcast. I told you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Drew keeps it pretty simple. You know, some guys go a little overboard and things like that. But, uh, you know, what, what what do you guys think, you know? Well, to, to bring that the Drew podcast up, that's exactly kind of what we talk about on there is how he keeps it simple. But for for him, he was, he says the pros and the cons. And, like, for me, seeing stuff like that would make me believe, like, well, I can't compete if I don't have the electronics. I can't compete if I don't have this, that, or the other. Especially seeing that and then seeing Ike also promote it and all the big names that these kids look up to, and they're all promoting they need all this stuff versus when, when you really don't. Like I told you last year, I had electronics, but I didn't even use the down scanner side imaging to find most of my fish. Yeah, you <laughs> said you were using maps and sonar, right? Yep, with yeah. Google Maps. Google Maps and transferring it over to the GPS on the on the unit. Oh, okay. Side. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Not at all. No, I, it's... actually, that's probably an, an advantage right there that you're that knowledgeable to do stuff like that. Yeah. I actually, from my season this year, I, I've got rid of the side scan. I went back to the old, old style, just a, a simple sonar because I haven't taken the time to learn it. Like you really need to. Yeah. And, that's what I was telling Brian too. I didn't really. You find yourself in point in places, and I, I'm certain, like, I'm not the only person, and you're not the only person that feels this way. Where you're you're so focused on trying to learn that electronics that it completely blows the tournament. Exactly. Yeah. You think it, it it's hindered you guys like trying to focus on the fish finder while you're fishing too much, rather than focusing on actually fishing? Yeah, for me. Because if I, from the way I learned bass fishing, because I wasn't, I didn't grow up with tons of money. So I would go to the bank and stuff. If I could get water temp and basically kind of know where certain areas of the lake is and what it, what the contour is, I can catch a fish. There you go. You know? Boom. And side scan and stuff like that's just an extra advantage. It's another tool in the tool bag. Yeah. It's nice to have, but it's not necessary. Yeah, I rarely used it. Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessary, per se. Um, it's a, it's a nice thing to have. It is for sure, and especially once you learn what to look for. I think um, I know when I got so when I first got into kayak fishing, I had this like little four inch Lowrance unit. It was sonar, GPS maps. I caught fish. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, when I went to the Garmin 93 SV and I got that side scan, down scan, it kind of changed the way I fished. Um, but I think it's kind of hindered me in some 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 forms because I'm out there looking for this deep structure and this and that, but it's not necessarily that time of year to be out fishing that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, think I overused it rather than using it where it was necessary, I think is what my issue was personally. Yeah. You were going to say something, John. 
Oh no, man, I was listening to you, but I agree with you with what you had to say. I, you know, I'm thinking back over the years to the guys that, you know, in West Virginia we fish a lot more rivers. Sure. So sure, sure, sure. Sonars are not really necessary. You're right. fishing current and the way the water rolls and things like that, and finding pattern off rocks and how they how they're how they want the the presentation of the bait coming through the 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 rapids and the the shoals and things of that nature. Uh, but where side scan and now you have live scope come into play is especially around uh, docks and, and, and deeper structure. Uh, you know, I was watching a, a, a video of uh, just recently where somebody was just sitting on top of a log or right up against a tree, just sitting there jigging, watching his screen. Well, he's playing a video game instead of fishing. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean it, it. It's a great tool to have. I, I I think it's one of those things that you have to use it sparingly and use the rest of your time to fish. Sure, 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 sure. Well, in in not only that, like that that kind of brings up the topic of like live scope, pan optics, uh, live view, all that stuff. That technology that's that's come out recently there's been a big uproar you know like like you're talking john geyser video game fishing is it bad is it good like does it really matter at the end of the day do you know at midway usa we know the ar-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern american history known for its modularity and widespread use it's often considered essential to any gun collection the essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I mean, it, it, don't, it, it don't matter. Yeah, I don't... It, it matters to a certain person, right? Because in the mental aspect of things, like the reason why I brought this whole conversation up is there's going to be a certain angler out there that says, if I don't have this, I can't catch fish. Sure. You know, sure, it's sure, not, sure. is it true? No, but exactly. There, there's going to be people out there that see videos like that and say, well, if I don't have that, I'm not competing. Well, it's a, it's the same thing with baits, rods, reels. Yeah. Like you, you get these fan clubs that think like, oh, if I buy brand <laughs> X rod, brand X line, reel, bait, all of a sudden now I'm going to catch fish. I think the only exception to that rule is the Ned Rig. Because <laughs> that always catches fish. Yeah. It does. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I mean? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's a drop shot, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we got Cam Steele in the house. What's up, brother? Uh, he said, I waited until I was catching fish on my home lake before I got electronics and went to areas I knew had fish to help me learn what I was looking at. Nice. Totally agree with that. Good good, good yeah. advice. That's, good that's advice. kind of what I did, too. I spent a lot of time on the home lake with it. 
Richard says, uh, Ryan Milford is Eastport's newest local Eastport kayak pro. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> Congratulations, Rhino. That there goes that kayak shop. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, Mr. Milford. Um, but Ryan says, uh, depth in water temp is all I really use on a fish finder. That's why I've never invested a ton into one. Exactly. And that's just it, too. Like, I know Ryan, he fishes a lot of creeks and stuff uh, down in the Tennessee area. Um, he is fishing some lakes. But I, I think that's huge, right? Like, as, as long as you know your depth and, you know, water temp plays, plays a role kind of throughout the year, sometimes in the summer. Doesn't really matter much unless it's, like, dead heat of summer you know and you're trying to find that cooler water where those fish yeah. might be or, like or well, for us this like time ice of year, out. man this time yeah of year. around yeah. ice out it matters a lot and around like pre-spawn going into that spawn it matters a lot water temp matters a lot so, oh yeah for sure for sure uh pre-spawn ice out things like that and then especially in the fall right when yeah. when water temperatures start to drop and you get turnover in the lakes in the northern part of the country at least right you know like that that's huge for sure for sure and that's i mean hell you could get away with just having a thermometer and a an old school flasher you know what i mean yeah to find your depth Find, but, yeah, find but, some string, get some string and tie it on and go, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, let, let's get back to the thing at hand, you know, like uh, $20,000 kayak, a little ridiculous. I mean, I guess if you got more money than God, why not? Well, but you I like can't how take it with you when you go. But he, He's in the chat, so maybe he can chime in. But I like how Brad Herboss broke everything down price per price and i mean maybe when they add everything up it's worth the twenty thousand. but it's still kind of ridiculous price being that our main thing now is well we're cheaper than the boat world but are we really when we're promoting twenty thousand yeah, dollars <laughs> i can see that you know i i think if they would have had a stock Hobie right next to the fully rigged out one. That would make sense. And that, you know, I'm not picking on Hobie either because yeah, I'll because say new canoe was had, in, yeah, in the Lawrence and motor guide booth. And they had an XI three on it. Uh, I think it was dual seven inch uh, fish finders, yeah. bunch of yak attack accessories, things like that. They had that thing rigged out to the nines, you know? Yeah. Um, they didn't have a price tag on it because they were giving it away, but sure, I'm sure, sure, sure. It, it, I'm sure even that's in like the ten thousand dollar range, because by the uh... time you well, by t- if you had active target and the two streams, that's close to three grand right there. Uh, yeah, I think you'd be probably closer to five or six, five. but I mean, even still, right? We're talking about six thousand dollars when yeah. in reality. Like, like John, you're hooked up with Feel Free. They make big fish, right? Right. Um, what What's like their low end boat? What's their lowest end boat? The, the Big Fish 105 goes, I believe, for seven ninety nine. Yeah, eight hundred bucks. Well, that's like right now. That's your standard good kayak price. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a good quality boat. It's rotor yeah. molded. It's it's you know it's it's our sturdy brand. So you know if you're a bigger fella and you want something, yeah, um, yeah. 
But, uh, you know, it's like right now I, I'm rigging out my Mokin because I sold my Dorado, which is sure. Dorado was the uh, the top end of the of the Feel Free brand. And uh, so I, I bought a Bixby to put underneath my pod. Oh, that's um, right. You are now the pod father. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> the tables are you have passing turned. the title along, brother? <laughs> the title has been passed on, my friend. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, I, I hooked up. I've got it. I haven't tested it yet because I got to get my license for it. Uh, West Virginia, you got to have a register. Got to register your boat when you have a an electric propulsion on it. So yeah, I think that's every state. I don't. I haven't found a state where you don't have to do that yet. Right. Yeah. So, you know. 800 bucks for a, a you know a big fish 105 new yep. news got the flint that's uh what 12 is it 12 now it's i know they had a price increase it's 11. I think it was 11. all right so then you got the bonafide rs 11 7 that's what 1100 i think they had it might have went up it well. might have went up when i when i had um, it, it was a thousand old town's got the top water yeah i'm not sure the price on that so like Good starter kayak. You're looking eight hundred to twelve hundred bucks. You know, um, right? Which is a huge difference from twenty two G's. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, so we're talking about this, right? So, if somebody new or somebody that is looking to get into kayak fishing, right? What we'll we'll go around the table. Like, what would you sell them as far as what they need, and then we'll kind of put a price package together at what they're spending. Roughly. Well, there's there's a lot of factors got to be played into this, okay? And you, you, no no brand or no size kayak is going to be right for everybody. Like, yeah, we all, I mean, we all agree. <laughs> Brian, you're six foot four. Uh, Chris, I'm not sure how tall you are, but I'm six, five six ten. Foot. I was 280 pounds, so you know I'm 56 years old. You got to play all those things. Got to factor into what you're trying to sell somebody. And then you, how they're going to use it. Are they going to use it on a lake? Are they going to use it on a river? Because then you, the style of the boat that you want to get them, plus there all those other factors roll into what they need. Um, I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. So for, for conversation sakes, right, let's let's just let's ballpark it at $1,000 for a boat. Okay. What, what kind of accessories are you guys throwing out there? And Sean, welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks. Welcome, man. Welcome. What's yeah. going on, baby? Um, I can start with the accessories because I'm like the <clears throat> I told you, Brian, I'm very, very simple without with everything I do. As sure. far as as far as kayak fishing. Um it, I'm talking uh, entry level. This yeah. is what you absolutely need in order to get on the water, be safe, and um, have a good rudder. Time. Rudder. Depending okay. on yeah, depending on the kayak. Always. But uh you need something to hold your tackle, so like a kayak. And if you don't have a bunch of tackle, maybe you get a kayak that already has, um, like a place you can put it. I know sure. the Bonafide RS One Seventeen doesn't have that. They have the little compartment, but it's not enough for tackle. Sure. Um. So you need a little crate. I know they go for like twenty bucks, and you need an anchor for sure, and a paddle, and obviously your PFD. And that should get you started because you should have a kayak that has at least two rod holders in it. All right. So we're going to say PFD, roughly 100 bucks. Don't necessarily need to get a Chinook. Paddle, you can get a cheap one for 80 to 100 bucks. Yep. 
in the milk crate, 20 bucks. You say anchor. I disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> what about you, Sean? You're new. We'll, we'll go to you next. Um, this is the guy to ask. I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I definitely be your paddle. You, uh, I'm, as far as that, I mean, you know, one rod, like, like you said, if you, you can get out there with one rod and, and, and still catch fish, I mean, so your PFD, obviously your paddle. I mean, I, I know people who bring bags like, like a backpack instead of yep. a crate. So, you know, I, I don't know that a crate is necessary, but either way, that's not going to be, it's still in that 20 buck ballpark or whatever. So, uh, on top of that, I don't really know anything else you, you absolutely need to have. I mean, it's I mean, basically... I ex- can I expound on what Ryan said? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it's not Ryan, it's Sean. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, there you go. There you go. Look at that little screen. Hey, Sean. Hey, um, man. So, uh, Ryan, we're talking new entry-level guys coming into kayak fishing. I laugh my ass off at some of these guys that bring them huge-ass tackle boxes like they have on their on stay on the ground sure they put them try to put them in their boat my my nephew was one of them and i laughed at him i'm like dude <laughs> you're gonna lose that you, you that goes in the water it's gone i said yeah, just right. bring a, a couple bags of what you're going to throw you know most guys and i'm sure you guys will might, probably will agree with me you might end up throwing maybe 10 or 15 baits in a three or four hour period Especially yeah. soft plastics. Yeah, that, You're not that actually is that. high for me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've had times where I've had nine rods on my boat and I've used one in two baits. Like, right, right. You know, and I've had like seven thirty, seven hundred boxes, and I've gotten a lot better as like scaling things down and what I bring out with me. Like I was really proud of myself when I was down in Florida in January because like. I think I had two, maybe three 3,700 boxes in my crate and a little tackle bag full of plastics. And that was basically it. You know, like I was like, I know what I'm going to try throwing here. And especially once I caught a couple fish, I'm like, all right, I could scale this back even more, you know? Yeah. I think that's the key though, too. When you, especially when we're tournament fishing, is kind of figuring out what you want to do and then really scaling back during the tournament. So you don't, you can have a lot of stuff in the car. Like I carry a lot in my car, but when you looked at my kayak, I barely had anything on it because I already yeah. knew what I wanted to do. I'm guilty as charged for that. Uh, <laughs> real quick, uh, Richard said just the cost of electronics and motor could be $10,000, but you can put a basic trolling <clears throat> motor in a Helix 5 for about a thousand bucks. Yep. Uh, Mr. Milford said, anchor if fishing small rivers with currents. Uh, that's that's the only time he's really ever utilized an anchor to hold them in the current. I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that too. Richard down at Eastport, he said, you know, they're a kayak shop down there. They got, you know, a few different brands and stuff, but he said they set up a really nice kayak and it came in about 4k. So, yeah. And I, I mean, I can attest to what he was talking about earlier with like a cheap trolling motor. I think I bought a 50 pound thrust tiller motor for, I think it was like 180 bucks. Disconnected yeah. the motor head, like did that whole thing, rewired it a little bit, hacked it up, but worked great. I even had rope steering for a little bit because I was waiting <laughs> yeah. on some parts. <laughs> but you were doing dude, that down there. 
yeah the, i mean the the opportunities are endless like and that's the thing too i was talking about uh in a, a new canoe podcast uh with the guy that was down at the classic for us but you know like back 20 years ago or 15 years ago when kayak fishing wasn't really a thing like that's what guys were doing they were doing all this diy stuff and going and buying pvc and chopping it up making rod tubes like things like that like diy crates you know it's in and we've seen a lot of advancements throughout just the past five years alone you know as far as like kayaks go accessories go these motor options electronics things like that man so i mean like what what's your guys's take on that stuff I mean, uh, with electronics, I, I heard John mention, you know, fishing the rivers, you don't really need them. And I, I can totally attest to that. I mean, I have a huge river and I most of the time don't bring my electronics because um, if, if you can't see it from the top of the water, odds are you're not going to really need to fish it because you can yeah. you can see everything you need to fish. You know? Sure, 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 sure. So, but uh, no, but it, it makes sense. Like, I... Uh, like you like like you guys were talking about drew gregory i mean like i i was looking at like crescents like i, I started looking for my next kayak and and crescents i really am, am digging because they're like super simple you know not going to break the bank but you know there's nothing fancy or flashy but they get the job done in their good boats so absolutely yeah I absolutely um we also got cam Steele in the chat he says not to be mr safety but a good pair of pliers and a first aid kit, <laughs> a first yeah. aid kit should be considered. I agree. Yeah, with that. I mean that's how I carry. I carry that even when shore fishing. So sure, it's something that I carry. Well, I watched enough videos of people trying to get hooks out of their hands that I oh, yeah. put a pair of diagonal cutters in my kayak. So, any of you guys ever got a hook in your hand during a tournament last year? No, not during well, a tournament. Not, not during a tournament. No. <laughs> I I've come I did it. way close. I should have by now, but I've come way close. I had to get. I had to go to Med Express and get a Whopper plopper cut out. Uh, Whopper so, ploppers will uh, get you, man. <laughs> this is a great story. I don't that know if I've ever day. shared this. Uh, it was a tournament down on Table Rock Lake. I was still fishing out of the uh, the blue sky, <laughs> and uh, I was I was throwing a Whopper plopper, and I went to back cast and I hooked. <clears throat> the tire because those blue skies come with the landing gear right hook the tire so i'm like turning around trying to pull this hook out of the tire and ended up getting one of the other treble hooks like through my finger so now i'm connected to the tire trying to hold my rod so i don't drop it in the water i gotta pull a cotter pin on the wheel to get it off so i could spin around because remember i'm attached to this wheel uh-huh. i can't reach my pliers so i had to pull the cotter pin on the wheel hold the wheel and hold my hand and that wheel's kind of heavy spin around and then kind of like dangle that wheel while i reach down to grab my pliers and cut the barb off and pull the hook out it was horrible hey horrible. just remember moonshine takes the pain away <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Milford says baby wipes, baby wipes. I can't stress that enough. They have saved me multiple times. You and Jay Randall, both. I think, uh, uh you guys have probably squatted in the woods next to each other a couple of times during, <laughs> during the fishing events, but 
No, it's uh, I think pliers is definitely a, a, a must have uh, when you're out on the wire. It, you know, not only that, but if you, you know, throat hook a, a fish pretty bad, you're going to have to get something to get down in there. Yep. You know, especially the fish I catch. They're usually tiny and they have small mouths and I can't fit my big fingers down there. Just I was going to say, I, I take pliers even when I bank fish now because, I mean, you I pretty much always use them, so... I learned that mistake once I was, uh, it was right about this time of year, maybe still a little colder fishing a small skinny river by the house. And I had a pike, Northern pike, just like throat a jerk bait and I didn't have any pliers. Pike have teeth and I had to get that treble hook out of his throat. So that was rough. A little cut yeah. up after that one, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things, man. So, I mean, moving on from uh, from that kind of topic, man, what did you guys uh, – I haven't got a chance to watch the the award ceremony for the Bassmaster uh, Kayak Classic yet, um, but it seems like uh, it was a lot better this year. Did any of you guys watch it? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I watched I mean, I watched the whole thing plus the Bassmaster Classic. Um, it, was, it was way better than last year. They had them – kind of walk on the stage and let them explain and let them talk about their sponsors. You know, they actually, the guy kind of had a little knowledge about what they were doing. You know, he's like this guy. And then they also pulled up their biggest catch of the tournament and had them explain how they caught that too. Nice. That's like the next best thing of pulling a huge one out of the live well. I mean, it's basically equivalent when you throw that up there. Yeah. Not only that, but it's better for the fish. Sorry, absolutely, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about your twenty thousand dollar kayak, I was like, they're going to have to start putting glitter on them, you know, if they're going to sell that. <laughs> hey, man, uh, Eric Jackson did that at one point in time on the Blue Sky. Remember that EJ edition Blue Sky he had? There was glitter in the plastic. Um, but uh, no, it, it like it seems like uh, you know the past couple of years. Been rough, growing pains with bass. Um, yeah, I just seem, and I've I've been a proponent. Let them let them grow, let them go through these pains, let them make their mistakes and learn from them. And it seems like it's gotten a lot better, man. Uh, a lot of positive things were said about this year's, you know, award ceremony for those guys. Obviously, the lake was really good. Like Casey Reed caught what was it, twenty four and a half or twenty five yeah, inch fish? Twenty four, yeah just an absolute donkey um well they they also made it to where it was like they had both of them come up they had them both turn to the stage and when they released the name so they didn't release second place first they kind of let it pop on the screen oh okay so there was an actual like celebration and then while he was i don't know how how to describe this but they let uh siddiqui i think talk first Okay. And kind of have his celebratory moment. And then they went on to second place to let him talk. Okay. And then they announced the winner after that? Well, they already had announced the winner. And then after they let second place talk, then they allowed him to raise the trophy. Nice. And they had Mark come out just like they do with the classic to pass the trophy on. Oh, that's sweet. So that's, that's good. That's super cool. And, yeah. and everything that you, there, there sounds like... <coughs> What they've also done is they've increased good TV out of it, you know, by, sure. by putting up the big fish, by having guys interviewed, 
Um, there, there's more more to show about the sport than just having a guy talk. So, yeah, and then they also talked about it on live <coughs> on uh, Bassmaster Live. They had I come on and talk about the tournament too. Yeah, which was also good. Yeah, yeah, I saw that part that he was yeah. on there chatting it up. I think I actually saw that video clip in full of him him talking about the kayak uh, championship. So that's cool, man. It's it's good to see. Um, makes me happy, man. Uh, you know, sports grown. Another way to uh, extend out to those folks that don't know about kayak fishing. And uh, things could just keep getting better. Yeah, absolutely. You got a walkie-talkie in your pocket, bro? No. <laughs> Started thinking John was a federale again. No radio or anything going on here tonight. We got uh, Brian Slayton in the house. He says, I'm ready to compete at Dale Hollow. Can't wait to see you, man. It's uh, it's going to be a good time. I think, uh, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think from Ohio as well. So, oh, we just had another one sign up. Just got an email. Oh, yeah. Will Abbott just signed up, so... Yeah, yeah, it's heating up, man. It's heating up. What, uh, what's our numbers at now? We were at twenty-one. Uh, that would make uh, twenty-three, I think, something like that. And we still got uh, those I know Tennessee that, boys too to come along. Yep, the two Tennessee clubs haven't signed up fully yet. Um, so it's uh, it's growing, man. I'm it's sure be between sure between those two clubs, that's going to be a good forty to sixty people, if not more. So I would say, yeah, yeah. So it's it's, be a good uh, event. yeah, it'd be excellent, man, excellent. So, how many PNF guys are going? Do you know? Oh, uh, almost, fishing, almost all of us. Uh, I know fishing. Okay, I haven't signed uh, up yet, but I know I will be. I know Shane Lamont signed up. He's I thought coming. I saw he's, him. He's flying in Friday night, in like oh, fishing wow. blind. So uh, that'll be. Uh, That'll be an interesting thing. I've thought about donating my, uh, you know, entry fees. <laughs> Brian Slayton says, uh, Ohio angler and newish to kayak fishing. It's going to be a good time, man. It'll be we'll a good time. Yeah. We'll, we'll break you in right, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Milford says, a lot of the locals like to wait till the last minute to sign up. Uh, that's every kayak angler, man. Yep. <laughs> I'm one of them. <laughs> Oh, uh, Frankie, hit me up, dude. I will, uh, or I'll drop the link in the chat for you, uh, for the Tourney X sign up, and uh, you could pass that on to them, brother. That'd be awesome. Um, Frank runs Slay Nation, they got a Slay Nation in Tennessee. So, any you Tennessee folks listening, uh, be sure to go check out uh, Slay Nation, man. Um, yeah, Frank's a good dude, man. We had a Absolutely. great podcast, man. That let, let's talk about that podcast because <laughs> me and Armando got in a heated argument. Frankie did that intentionally, oh, but absolutely. like I jumped on that podcast and I'm like, I had just worked a whole show, like I don't know what it was, 13 hours, did a couple seminars that day, just mowed down a burrito that was the size of a baby's arm, and uh, <laughs> jumped on this podcast and I'm like, dude, it's gonna be like an hour. Dude, we went what two and a half? I yeah, think two, so. Yeah, it was almost three hours. It was definitely Joe Rogan style. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, good are, stuff, are, are you trying to say you were prairie dogging? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 
No, that was uh, definitely that was when I was like, that was, that was when I was in the elevator going up to my hotel room. So <laughs> couldn't get your keys out fast enough, huh? No, I had it out because it was one of those elevators where you got to swipe it to get like the elevator oh, to go man. up. Oh, but no. that thing is always a struggle, right? So I almost, uh, you know, yeah. elevator almost got dirty. I'm just saying. Especially when you're <laughs> tipper tapping them feet. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah, funny. Man. That's for sure. No, that was a, that was a good episode. That was a good episode to be on, though. That's one where we we had a lot of fun. Richard said, "If I sign up, what's my money value on fantasy fishing? <laughs> what do you guys give him? Five, if it's Dale Holland, I think 000. he ought to be. Yeah, true. That's true. He has a home ground advantage. Yeah. Yeah. You said twenty five thousand. Twenty five. How All many right. honey holes does he have on? He's got to know them. Yeah. You guys are being nice, man. I was going to say a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Richard, I would, I would be afraid of Richard or the smart move would be follow Richard when he leaves the ramp. You know, that's what right. I would do. Yeah. Um, well, one thing we can know about Richard, he's probably got his boat tied up to the docks. So what we could do is we could go over and find his line, pull it out a little bit, snip it, and then reel it back in. So when that first cast goes flying, <laughs> oh, man. oh man, you sound like you've done that before. I'm no, right. it's happened to right. me. <laughs> we know whose rods are going to get messed with uh, Friday night. That's for sure. <laughs> that's too funny man too funny what uh, uh I, I was fishing a river tournament and and, and brian knows him is with john gillespie oh, and we've been dude. drinking crown royal all night along the river <laughs> and so we, we go to bed about three with wake up at five and when i we get our kayaks in the water both of us are hung over feeling rough and i make the first cast with the whopper plopper and watch it go flying <laughs> You know, of course, it's right there next to a shoal. So I, I'm like, oh, man. So I go grab it. And I'm like, well, before I go to those shoals, I'm going to throw a, a, a TRD out. <laughs> well, I throw that out. It goes flying. Oh, man. So I'm That's like, just oh. not right. So I, look, I go look at my other two poles because I only carry four. And all of them had been had been done like that. I caught up to Jack. He's, he's over smoking a cigarette down at the bottom of the shoals. So hey, buddy, how's the fishing been? <laughs> that's oh, pretty that's, sneaky man that's the worst we had a good I, tournament though. i think he finished third and i finished seventh so nice. It, it was, nice it was a good it was a good time so i tried to play a joke on somebody at the indiana show it was matt gibson and the joke got turned on me so i'll explain so he had uh matt was given seminars on tube fishing and stuff but he had a rod there with uh a big old swim bait. It was like a 80 to a hundred dollar swim bait. So to mess with him, uh, I went over, cut off his swim bait and then wacky rig tied on a banana to his rod. Nice. So I'm like, this will be great when he finds it. Right. And I put the swim bait in a friend of ours cooler back where his rod was. Next thing you know, the guy from moving waters comes running over and he's like, Matt, why the hell do you have a banana tied onto your fishing rod? <laughs> 
<laughs> so what I didn't know was from the time that I had cut off the swim bait, one of the other guys that was there knew about it, went over, grabbed the swim bait, and hid the swim bait. Oh, so Matt runs over there and we're all laughing about like, why, what, why you got a banana tied on there? And I was like, here, dude, here's your swim bait. And I opened the cooler and the swim bait's gone. (laughs) So now I feel like an absolute a-hole. Like I just (laughs) lost this hundred dollar swim bait because I was playing a joke. But I'm like, no, man, there's no way. And then sure enough, we ended up finding out it was one of the other guys. So, but, uh, uh, (laughs) Ryan said, at least he didn't put a banana in your boat like Brian did to me at Dale Hollow. I did do that. That is true. I think that was after Ryan had a rough night, right? So we tried to mess with him the next morning or something. He didn't even get on the water for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like 1 o'clock in the afternoon by the time he got on the water. Yeah. He made it out there, though, and he, he, he rallied, man. Yeah, he did. He did. That is for sure, man. But... um. Yeah, man. What are, what are you guys looking forward to most at uh, Dale Hollow? Uh, well, for me, just being on the water, but also getting into, back into that like tournament mindset. You know, um, just being out there practicing, learning the lake. I know it's a great it's a great body of water. I've seen it talked about. You've seen it on the Elite Series. You've seen it on MLF. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Dakova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com You know, I'm looking forward to catching a big smallmouth too, but nice. I don't want to get too jacked and then it not happen. <laughs> right on. How about you, Mr. Rap? Well, I, I keep thinking about watching that young man drink a little bit of butterscotch moonshine. No, which, no, which young man? <laughs> Chris? Yeah, I, he, he's, he's, Chris? he's all serious, talking about how he's going to be all serious and fishing. He's oh, I won't be that it. serious. I, I'm thinking knows. about that after hours fishing time. 
That's what I'm thinking about. Well, yeah, once you're off the water, it shuts off. But once you, when you're See, on the water, you're focused. That's, <laughs> that's what John does, though. He doesn't worry about the day of the tournament. He gets you the night before. <laughs> Sabotage, baby. <laughs> How about you, Sean? Uh, I'm looking forward to a getting to see the the paddle and fin folks that I haven't met yet, and uh, b kind of getting a little revenge from the last time I was down there because I think I caught like three dinks. Sure. Um, so I'd like to kind of improve my uh, my catches down there a little bit, and I feel like I've come a ways since uh, since that time too. So that is for sure. That is for Gold sure. Gold number one for me. Thank you, Sean. I don't want to be Susie Cube. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a term that was dubbed at dale hollow Susie cued uh so get you brian slayton says uh note to self stay away from john <laughs> oh, that's great. Why is this houseboat empty? You know, no. <laughs> it, it it'll only be empty when people are going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think they'll make it to bed. They'll probably be sleeping on the front deck around the table. Yeah. They'll just be standing there laughing with an empty jar going. <laughs> that's funny. That, that, that sounds like you and and your former OG or your OG partner that's not here tonight. I, yeah. I got up to go got up at 1 a.m. and they were still outside. Uh John uh Richard says Dina told him to tell you or Dina told him to tell you he's she says hi. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Biscuits Those and gravy. So, Biscuits and gravy. Oh, I cannot wait. For yeah, that. I'm oh, biscuit looking forward to the food having you guys talk about it all the time. <laughs> Adam Cauley says, I feel like I came in at the wrong time. <laughs> All good, man. Came in just right at the right time. But uh, no, it's a, it's a good time, man. I, I'm like Sean, man. I'm looking forward to seeing all the Paddle and Finn folks. But not only that, but uh, everybody that listens to our shows. You know, right. it, it's always cool to interact with uh, listeners and just talk fishing. And, you know, we always have an excellent group you know, down there for the turnout. Um, super excited. Yeah. Super excited to, yeah. uh, have these, uh, two Tennessee clubs involved as well and get their anglers in there. And, uh, yeah, man, just, uh, see a lot of people enjoy the lake, uh, catch a lot of fish and, um, you know, just, just conversate, man. It's that whole, that you too. Know. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to meet Russ Snyder's. I got to meet Adam Reiser in person, you know, and I sit there while they talk their thing, you know, in the basement of the cabin, man, that was amazing. Sean Just listen to how those Sean guys talk like this in the background. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was that? Can you speak? Can you back my... that up 30 seconds? <laughs> what did you say right before crankbait? <laughs> you know? Take that was amazing. Yeah, I don't play me, Sean. I'll be the same way. Holy cow. I was, yeah. I just sat there like, wow, you know? So you oh. never know who's going to show up. Richard said, Dina the goat says hi. <laughs> now it makes sense. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's hilarious. That's, that's hilarious. for another story over another bottle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, uh, that is not rated well enough for this show. But uh, <laughs> no, man, it's, it's cool because guys like that show up to that event. And I know some guys get in 
intimidated, but like I think what the the one time Russ came out and fished that he didn't catch a fish at all. I don't think. Um, so I mean, these guys are human too. But like you said, man, they're willing to sit down and talk with anybody about fishing, fishing that lake, and, and how to approach it. You know, uh, they're willing to spread the word. Um, so it, it'll be a good time, man. It'll be a good time. Adam Cauley says, I want whatever John is drinking. <laughs> so, See you in three weeks, Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's going to be a good time, man. Time for sure. Um, you know, the venue down there at Eastport and the folks at Eastport are just super nice. And it's uh, we're very fortunate to be partnered up with them and have worked with them these past few years, you know, and uh, shout out to Richard too, man. He's a great yeah, guy. He loves the guy. kayak fishing community. Um, you know, he bends over backwards and, and does whatever he can uh, to, to support it. And it's, well, it's that, pretty awesome, man. So think about the taco night coming up first. Oh, night. dude, Remember what happened last time? I thought I was oh, having goodness. a heart attack. John or Jay had to like wheel me out into the truck <laughs> And I was I like, think, oh, I think I'm dying. I think I'm dying. I had too much taco bar. You gained 10 pounds before you left. I, I think I did. I think I did. So uh, th this is a great question, man. Uh, Brian, Brian's been in the chat all night, Brian Slayton, and uh, he's newer to kayak fishing. He says, any advice for new traveling kayak anglers? Uh, we'll start with you, John. You, you've been around longer. Hey. I would tell you, Brian, um, depending on how, how far you travel, keep that back seat clear so you can sleep in it and carry a mat, <laughs> carry one of those yoga mats that you can put over top of those, uh, those seat belt buckles back here. Cause they dig in your back pretty hard. Heard an old man. Uh, but, uh, either that or uh, like I said earlier, moonshine takes the pain away. <laughs> <laughs> no, just plan accordingly um you know uh if you're going to be go gone more than six hours a lot of our guys with the west virginia kayak anglers we go the night before and camp out yeah um so uh, and I, most clubs do that um and you know join your local club if you have one and they can teach you a lot real fast get you up and running by by may and and if you come to del Halla and spend three days with this crew right here by the time you leave you'll be an old pro oh yeah nice 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 how about you uh sean um any advice well, for traveling I, i'm in the same boat like i i never i haven't traveled much you know so i'm gonna be and i'm flying so uh, i'm gonna be packing it's going to force me to simplify, which is a good thing, I think. So what my plan is, is I'm going to bring my strengths, you know, the stuff that I'm comfortable in. I'm not going to worry about, you know, things that I'm not sure about. I don't, A, I don't have the space for it. And B, you know, you know, I just got to kind of really think about what I'm bringing because I just don't have the space to bring everything. I'm like you, like Brian said, like I'm, you know, when I normally go out, I bring a little of everything just so in case somebody, you know, goes by me and says hey i'm catching on this i want to be able to be like oh i got that but you know just, I, just come by brian's tackle shop i'll take care of you <laughs> yeah uh -huh. you, you gave me uh last time down there you gave me uh, a little ned rig with a 
or a, a little Z-Man bait that I threw for a while. So uh, I'll have plenty, dude. Well, I got no, you but, covered. But no, I, I think I like I said, I'm gonna I have <laughs> like two uh, 3,700 boxes that I and uh, and my Z-Man binder, and that's when I that's what I'm bringing. So uh, right I'm gonna simplify it and and go from there. So. What about you, Chris? I know you did quite a bit of traveling last year. Like, what were some of the things uh, that you would give advice for uh, to Mr. Brian? Well, first thing, I agree with John Raff on the yoga mat. That's because <laughs> after that first tournament, that's the first thing I went and bought. Was that yoga mat exactly for his reason, that seatbelt. It digs into you. He ain't lying, man. But uh, just keeping it simple, keeping it simplified, I... I traveled with four to five rods. Maybe I had one extra rod just in case something broke. Um, I traveled with only 12-pound line, 10-pound line, just to keep it simple instead of bringing this whole big three, four boxes of line for each rod. And then, obviously, you don't really need braids, so braids should last you unless you really mess something up. Right, right, right. And like, like he said, fish your strengths. Don't get too caught up in, uh, you know, in what everybody else is doing, because that doesn't mean it's always going to work for you. And to you know, just really simplify things, and then double check things, and that, and then I also carry a toolbox for just in case something happens while you're on the road. Yeah, yeah, that's huge, man. That's definitely keep, huge. Uh, keep your cell phone charged. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I see Cam stealing the house. He says, make a check- checklist of your stuff you need with you and check it off as you pack. That's a yep. that's definitely a good thing. Um, he's like, you don't want to show up without a seat or a paddle. Um, that is for sure. I mean, like a couple of things I learned while I was on the road, like if you plan on eating out every night or going to fast food, that gets really expensive. Yep. Pack some cheap snacks, uh, beef jerky you know all kinds of food you can get like that dehydrated stuff some of that stuff is really good and it's like five six bucks a bag and it's phenomenal and all you need to do is boil two cups of water and it's ready in 10 minutes um definitely like plan ahead like i always uh route out my trip plan for gas money and i always pad that a little bit um just so that way i know i got plenty to get me to and from plus if i'm driving around ramps things like that um but yeah pack light and uh the biggest thing is just have fun it's it's an adventure man just enjoy it yeah that's absolutely another thing i did last year was like you're talking about food uh i would go to like the nearest like walmart or or you know like grocery store once i got to my campground and kind of Went off of what I needed when I got there. Well, sure. Because it, number one, Illinois is really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's cheaper to go out of state for your food anyways. Sure. But, sure, uh, sure, sure. But yeah, and then also because of, like you're saying, you don't if you, if you don't want to carry a cooler, that stuff only lasts so long. Yeah, I always bring a cooler with me, man, um, just so I can keep (coughs) bottles of water on ice. And then I grab like three of them in the morning, throw them in my kayak, you know, make sure I'm hydrated on the water. That's a a huge thing, especially when you bring like a whole coffee pot's worth of coffee with you. (laughs) Then you're like peeing every 10 minutes and 
you know, you got to rehydrate yourself. Yeah, so. make sure you keep an empty Gatorade bottle on your <laughs> on your kayak. I just stand up and go, man. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I started keeping a travel urinal with me in, underneath my, like, in that space underneath. So yeah. that if it's, if there's right. tons of people around, I'm not, like, standing there just peeing in front of everyone. Well, I'm on that. Needs that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> you guys hear that story I reel down. <laughs> just uh, just let it dangle, man, and troll it along, you know? Hey, is that a seven-foot spin caster? <laughs> Why is everybody clapping? <laughs> man, this water is cold. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's, uh, it's good stuff, man. Just uh, have fun with it. Pack smart, pack right, and uh, just enjoy yourself, man. That's tell you what, on the when I left down there, I had biscuits and gravy for breakfast, and then I don't think I ate for ten hours. I, I, I <laughs> you know, I had a thirteen-hour drive, and I think I was fine like ten hours in. I was like, man, holy cow, that just sat there at the spot. Nice, nice. See, nice. that's what I'm looking most forward to. That's the thing that gets brought up the most is how good the food is there. Adam Colley, Adam Colley said that's the one rod you don't want people to see. <laughs> it depends. I mean, it on depends. Who you are. are you single? You know, like, single hey, looking we, to mingle. They were trying to figure out if that was a fishing pole or a three inch cinco. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have Get enough on. Jim Beam and honey, you know, people will be asking to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. I know you're listening. Oh, that's too good. That's too good. AJ. Oh, man. Uh, Brian says, thanks for the advice. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Uh, we'll go around. Final thoughts, man. We're just over an hour. So, uh, John, you are our guest tonight, man. Uh, final thoughts from you, brother. Well, I tell you guys, you know, always enjoy uh, jumping on here with the Paddle and Finn guys. Absolutely love you guys. Um, last year, hanging out with you guys was such a refresher uh, for me, being in the sport. Um, uh, it gave me a whole new life and energy, and uh, I, I look forward to renewing that and seeing everybody uh, here in three weeks. Uh, so final thoughts is uh, have fun. Don't take life so serious. Don't take fishing so serious. A lot of great people out there that you can meet and enjoy and have friendships with. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Uh, real quick, Richard's in the chat. He said, for Dale Hollow, the food food prices will be cheap all weekend. Box lunches will be available. You can get them the night before. And there will be a buffet Saturday night and cheap draft beer. Uh, yes. So. Look forward to that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Richard always takes Up care of Up at the farm, us. right? Richard. Yeah, the farm, but they'll have the restaurant open too, and they're going to do um, specials down there from Sweet. from what Richard said. So, like your breakfasts during pre-fishing, lunches, dinners, things like that. Go to the the restaurant at the marina; they're going to have stuff discounted. That's their opening weekend, so um, they're going to have all kinds of food specials. I think Richard was saying like a a big pizza for like nine bucks or something originally. Nice. I could be wrong; he'll correct me in the chat if I am, but. He was thinking around nine bucks, I believe, uh, for a nice size pizza. So, um, should be good. Should be good, man. Uh, Sean, final thoughts, brother. 
Um, I, again, just to echo what John said, you know, there's so much crap going on in the world today. I am just so looking forward to a little mini adventure getting out of away from all that crap and just having some fun with good people. I mean, that's that's what the sport is to me. It's it's an escape. And this just is going to be one weekend adventure away, you know, so uh, that's um, what I'm most looking forward to just having fun with, you know, a, a great group of people. And, you know, so I can't wait. I'm super psyched. Heck yeah, man. The Slifka. Yeah. I mean, the Slywicka. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you first pronounced it. I know. Well, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody in the chat would agree with me. That looks like Chris Slywicka fishing, <laughs> not Slifka. Like, where's the F, bro? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, same thing like these guys are saying. I'm just ready to get back out and fish, man, and be around, you know, people with the same mindset, you know, who want to go out fish, have fun. Obviously, I want to compete, but at the end of the day, we're out there, you know, having fun, making friends, and being able to become a part of this community. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Heck yeah, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to all the sleep I get before I get there, and I have to start really working and uh, entertaining folks. <laughs> no, I look forward to seeing. Uh, I look forward to seeing everybody there, man. It's going to be a good time, man. There's people that I don't get to see, but this time of year, like John Rapp, like talk to John all the time on his podcast, and shout out to John's podcast, Rusty Hook. <laughs> Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast live on Tuesday nights, uh, 6.30 Eastern, correct, John? Yeah, 6.30 Eastern. If yeah. if uh, the Russians would stop packing our internet, <laughs> might, might be able to have a good show. Oh, man. John always does great, man. He's always got uh, great, great guests on. Chris Payne's on every week. That guy's a, a, a wealth of knowledge. Uh, Richard said he's still working on the jousting event. <laughs> there is going to be kayak jousting at Eastport Marina that weekend. So get ready for that. Um, and he said, uh, I was correct. Uh, restaurant will have special pricing for everyone. So uh, it'll be awesome, man. It'll be awesome. awesome but, no, I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I love this event. Um, since the first time we were down there to, you know, Fast forward to now, man. It just keeps getting better and better every year. Uh, more and more people show up, and the people are what make this event. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, the Paddle and Finn crew is a small tidbit of that, and and Richard is a huge part of that. But, you know, overall, the people that show up, enjoy it, the camaraderie, everything like that is what makes this event uh, so awesome. So, just looking forward to it and the future and this thing continuing to build and grow and gain strength. You know, like I know it's crazy right now with gas prices and stuff, but like if you're going to make one trip this year, this is the one to make for sure. So, Hey, just don't eat out for a night, one or not one or two nights to, for the next three weeks. You can afford to come. Not No big deal. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. Drop the McDonald's cheeseburger and fries, bro, and just save the money for a couple extra bucks Gallons gas of gas to get you down there. That's right. Bam. That's right. And then you can get in on the kayak jousting event. I mean, that's, that's right. what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> so uh, I got somebody in mind. He may not have shown up tonight, if that gives you any hit. Uh, <laughs> AKA Mr. J. Randall. <laughs> but uh, no, it's going to be a fun time, man. Uh, thank you, John, for tuning in tonight. Sean, Chris, uh, appreciate you guys as always, man. Can't wait to see you guys here in, always uh, a, in pleasure. a few weeks. Always a pleasure. And uh Everybody that tuned in and listening on the podcast, if you're new to the show, we're here every Thursday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. New pot, Paddle and Fin podcast, seven days a week uh, from everything for the beginner all the way to the most advanced angler. So thank you to all you listeners. Uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you guys out on the water. And as always, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddle. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Fin. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddle and fin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, host of Hunt Stand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from Hunt Stand Presents. Anywhere anytime, and on any device.